BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey, girl. Hey, welcome back to another episode of my weekly podcast, Taste of Taylor. I'm your host, Taylor Strecker, and this is a really special, a slightly nerve-wracking podcast, if I'm being totally honest, um, because I'm here with my friend, question mark. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what, friend, then we were in a weird place, and now we're working on the road to recovery. Where yeah. to begin? <laughs> First of all, cheers. Cheers. Prosecco. This <sighs> called for a beverage. Yeah. I, I, I think it's going to take the edge off. I um, mean, we could do some ASMR. Oh, my God. You want to do ASMR? The whole podcast. Let's do the ASMR. whole thing. Let's go over our fight oh. in ASMR and see how that goes. Prosecco. I'm going to drink really quick. <laughs> Delicious. Okay. So well, we're off to a good start. We're off to a great start. I think the fact that we're drinking is a really good thing. We have a lot to catch up on. It's been literally a minute and by a minute, maybe buh, 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 Well, it's been a year, a year and change. Yeah. Uh since you and I have like spoken spoken. Yeah. Yeah. Spoken spoken. I no. mean, we saw each other that one time, but we that was in public. So Exactly. You probably know Stephen McGee. Um, if you need a point of reference, you were on Summer House for two seasons. I was. Yes. We'll get into all that. Um, you and I met through... We met through Stassi, Stassi in November of 2016. Okay. Do you remember where we met? With we Stassi? met at the Crosby Street Hotel. And it was right before Summer House was going to air. So it was like you yeah. and, and like a lot it of the cast It hadn't even been announced. And, and the reason Stassi knew you guys because you did the crossover with Vanderpump. Right. And she was here for the Vanderpump premiere. Right. I mean, we hung out like through groups of people, but pretty quickly started hanging out on our own. You would come on the radio show. This, I think I was still at Sirius at this point. Yeah. Definitely. I co-hosted um, with you at Sirius. Absolutely. Yeah, we would go to parties together, we'd work events together. We had a lot of mutual friends in the, the, that we had together, being girl with no job. We did that... Um, that but build series with uh, oh yeah the oh my gosh was that we did it was? The, it was like almost it was the last live morning breath was it really yeah it was the breath it wasn't because the toast it was the breath look like, at look at what we've been through I people. just remember like they were doing two live shows and the first night it's Teresa Judice <laughs> and the next day the next one they're like it's Taylor Strucker and Stephen McGee I'm like oh everyone's like oh. we're like hey so we had to spill a lot of like 
Uh, you dirt. <laughs> a lot of dirt, which was delicious. Um, so yeah, we did that. So think about it. Over the course of three years, I got fired from Sirius. The morning toast is now the morning toast because of the what happened with the morning breath. And you're not on Summer House. I mean, we've all been through it together. Yeah. And I think that when you go through stuff like that too, it can be really super bonding. And you were there when I got fired and the whole thing. So anyway, it was not a working friendship. No, it was a real no. out of work. We, we met would through, sit around and do nothing together. Literally, we met through work, but that's, I mean, but that's not what, yeah, that was not the root of our relationship. That. I get fired. I'm starting my own show uh, with DNR Studios, the Taylor Strecker show. And you came on that show and it was like, it, it was still in its infancy. And you actually spilled some tea that later came back to haunt me, which is why I want to bring that up. So you, so we saw it unfold. So I can say it. We saw it unfold on this past season of Summer House that Kyle cheated on Amanda. Right? Oh, yeah. We watched it. I don't know if you watched it, but I watched it. I didn't watch it. That's very fair. I wouldn't <laughs> watch it either. So I watched it, and I remember thinking, like, this is what Stephen was talking about. And I kind of have forgotten it, but you actually mentioned it on my radio show, The Taylor Strecker Show. And maybe pff, it must have been right after you and I fell out. So I ran into Kyle and Amanda down here at this place called Stone Street by my apartment because they also live down in Fi yeah, now. Yeah, down here. And so I was there with Michelle Cheech, who we both know, yeah. uh, who used to be at Bravo PR. She's no longer with Bravo PR. It's like everything, how quickly things change in this Everybody world. Everybody has changed. I was sitting there and they walked by and they said hi to Michelle because, you know, Bravo. And then they looked at me and they were like, we know you. And I was like, hello. And they were like, you're that girl that talks shit about us. And I was like, what? And I was like, okay, fair, 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 fair. And they sat down and we had cocktails and it was a fine time. But what I didn't realize, I'm not even joking, until maybe this past spring, um, I had Kyle on my podcast for Summer House. Uh And he said, well, you know, you're the reason that Amanda found out about me cheating on her. And I was like, that's not true at all. But listen. And I said, what? And he said, no. Stephen McGee was on your show, the Taylor Strecker show. I'm like, okay. And he's like, he didn't say our names, but it it was an easy thing to figure out. And your listeners DM'd Amanda and said, either Stephen McGee is lying or you cheated on your girlfriend. Either way, you need to handle this and get ahead of it because we as an audience know that this exists in the the zeitgeist. And he said, and that's when he realized he had to fucking fess up and tell Amanda what happened. So in a fucked up way, I said to him, you're welcome. Because living with that over your head, I mean, eventually, whether it was you. Well, I only told about one person, so. Hmm? (laughs) What? Anyway. I'm sorry. Are you from England? (laughs) You you serve all the tea. Yeah. I love a good biscuit. What are you talking about? ASMR. (laughs) (laughs) I'm putting a pin in it. We'll get back to that. So anyway, but I thought that it it was like, so. So at that point in time, when I had him on my podcast, you and I were not speaking. And no. I actually was at the point where I was like, I don't think we're ever going to speak again, which fucking sucks because, honey, I got enough enemies. I don't need to add one more person Same, to the list. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it, it was crazy because even then when you weren't in my life for like the last year and a few months. I've haunted you. You've been haunting me. Oh, and I feel yes, I've been haunt- doing I that. feel I've been haunting you as well. But I also- tried to do that with all of my exes. So maybe we were. Touche. Maybe we're in love. <laughs> Maybe they'll think we're in love. The reason we're here is because we ran into each other at Claudia Ashray, Girl With No Jobs, single release party, which was... For the newest song, the song of the summer. A toast to the wild ones. A, a toast, toast to the good life. A toast to lovers. A, a toast, toast to you and I. I. <laughs> it's a bop. Honestly, I've 
I've listened to that so many times. <laughs> <laughs> and I will say this when Claudia came over, she said this when she saw us talking. Thank fucking God. I but know. yeah, Claudia, you did bring us back together. She did. And I she, mean, uh, well, also that small venue. <laughs> the venue, the venue was tight. Not well, gonna lie. It, yeah, it was big. We couldn't but avoid it was each other if small, we wanted to. Ha- it was like small passages where you could get through. <laughs> so we were talking. So we were forced to talk to each other at this party, and we did talk it out a bit. And I went on the radio yeah. recently. No, not recently. Like the very next day, and I was like, "So, newsflash: Stephen McGee and I were making up, made up. I don't know, but something good happened last night. So he's off limits from here on out." I made I made the statement. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Oh, it's so interesting how when I say something kind of talking shit, everybody runs to you. But when I say something nice, I know no, no one, one tells no you. one DM'd me about that. Hmm. <laughs> so we're gonna go all the way back to June 2018. Yeah. So you call me. I'm walking out of work, and you're like, "You're never gonna guess what happened." Call me. Call you, and you're like. I don't want to. I don't even want to say what you said because I feel like I'm going to misword it. But basically, the gist of it was for me is I'm not going to be on Summer House, the one that's in New York. I don't know if there's going to be a spinoff. I don't know what's going on, but I know that I'm not going to be part of this new cast for season three. And I immediately felt such empathy because I was devastated for you. I was almost right. like going through PTSD again from being fired. For you know, listen. Well, and it was the very same kind of thing. You have this whole life, and suddenly it's just snatched from you, and there's nothing. It's horrible. That you can do. And you, and the reason I called you is because you have been there. 100% know what that's like. Exactly. So it was really important to me to be there for you in that moment. So then when things started to get to a place where I felt like I couldn't be 100% there for you the way you needed me to, I was like, fuck. Because part of me just wanted to yes you to death, but I knew if I yes you to death that it was going to get back to you that... I, maybe I was talking on both sides of my mouth and I didn't, really didn't want to be that person. In hindsight, I was maybe a little more like harsh and direct than I intended to be. But I could, I, I, I'll say this. When we spoke, I didn't think that what I was doing was wrong, but I didn't think that your reaction was surprising or wrong either. I felt like, when and I don't and I don't want to say right. this to be condescending because I because I mean it like it's like life and learning experience. When I was your age, I had the same expectations of my friends and family of loyalty as well. So I knew exactly where you were, but I knew that being a business owner now, I didn't have the luxury of having that kind of loyalty. And that's where I felt like I was. And then I don't think I really communicated it that well to you. So anyway, right. a month later, I get a call from you. So as far as I'm concerned, like where. Yeah. We're good, right? And I'm helping you through the. Yeah. I we're thought. Talking. Yeah. Am no, I helping, helping you with like? And I'm talking. giving you like advice. Like you were giving me advice because there was a lot of legal things. There was a lot yeah. of things that. Yes. Let me tell you, you don't want to get in, into business with certain television networks. No. Um. You don't want unprepared. No, like, and I, I, I had not. And ever I had been through it. That. I had literally yeah. just gone through it. Like what six months prior? You know, and, right. I, and I was like, "There's going to be things in your contract." It's, it's just like. I had literally just lived it, so to not give you the advice that I thought was like responsible right. would have no, been. Yeah, you were totally there. So this is how I remember it. I'm taking myself out to lunch at Houston's or Hillstone because, quite frankly, I deserve it. Okay, I've had a hard week. Yeah. Um. People love that Hillstone. Fucking so good. So I'm getting some sushi. Yes, I'm having a midday martini. Don't judge me. And I get a call from Stephen McGee. So of course I pick up because you're my friend. And at, at this point in my memory. We're still good. So I was picking up like, I no, think it we was were. fine. Yeah. So I think that I was a little caught off guard when you so, hit me with what you hit me with. Yeah. Okay. At this point. So between me not being on Summer House, Taylor, I had done Taylor's show. 
I yes. talked about it. I had talked about some things about Bravo. I got in trouble from Bravo. Yep. Um, I have a lot of people on the show still that get in trouble all the time by Bravo. <laughs> then we went to lunch and you were having lunch with Michelle Cheech. Okay. So we went down. Oh, we're going back. Well, this is between me not being on the show and this phone call. So we had lunch. Oh, yeah. We had lunch. Me, Michelle Cheech, Taylor Strecker, and Michelle brought Hannah, Hannah Burner. I remember. And just a prerequisite, all this, like, I like Hannah. I don't think, nothing, none of this is against Hannah. And like, and Hannah and I have spoken since everything has happened. Well, like, I know you have, because that made me so, so fucking mad. And <laughs> I was like, oh, so you and Steven are good now? And now <laughs> I'm the, I'm the problem? Yeah. Okay. So, so yes. none of this is about <laughs> Hannah. But uh, yeah. No, this is just retelling where you were. Where I was mentally at that time. Exactly. Exactly. You yeah. are in a different place now, but you're yeah. saying where you were then. Yeah. So gotcha. at that time, we're sitting down. And was this your first time really, like, meeting Hannah? You had met her, but... No. So, Hannah was brought to me in the winter. And she ate a scone on air. And I did not like her because of that. Because I thought, what fucking moron it eats a fucking scone? It was ASMR. No. And I thought... She tries to argue that point. But I'm like, what girl comes up in here and eats a scone? The, the most, like, pasty, dry Ooh. food you could pick to talk for two hours. So Cheech called me and was like, what did you think about Hannah? And I was like, I think no, never again. And she was like, oh my God, why? So she ate a fucking scone. And and then she said, why don't you tell her to stop? And I said, I don't know, because it's not my job to teach her, like, yeah. like you know, how to cross the street. Like, give me a break. Yeah. And so Cheech was like, please, please, please give her another chance. She's really funny. She makes these great videos for Betches. I, and, and, and Cheech was like, I also think, you know, you'll really get along with Betches. And she works with them. And like, just like she said, I think it's good for so many reasons. So just come on. By the time your stuff rolled around, um, I remember that she had been, uh, she had, like, we had fought, like my audience right. is amazing. We but had had brunch together. And at that brunch was them trying to repitch this Monday Millennial Mayhem. Millennial You remember mayhem. it. Oh, my God. Oh, I remember everything. Don't even... This is the thing. And all my, my, all so my ex-boyfriends fucking hate me because... We can say fuck, right? Oh, fuck yeah. Um, all my ex-boyfriends fucking hate me because I remember everything. And I can let it go, but I remember it. Okay. Hey, guys. It's time to talk about one of our sponsors, BetterHelp. Counseling is great. I'm all about therapy. I'm so here for it. I think that if you're a human being on this earth, it should be a law to go see a therapist or a counselor. It's like... We have to get driver's licenses, but don't you think we should have people licenses? Exactly. That's what therapy is in my mind. But here's the bummer when it comes to therapy, getting to the therapist. And a lot of times, I don't know about you, but my therapists have um, a policy that if you don't cancel within 24 to 48 hours, you have to still pay for. And they're expensive. So the fact that I can now connect with a professional counselor at home or from my office, wherever I want with BetterHelp is like the greatest gift of all because it's like I never want to miss therapy. Sometimes I just can't physically get to therapy. But with BetterHelp, you can get there all the time. BetterHelp has 3,000 U.S. licensed therapists all across 50 states. It's also available worldwide and you can communicate in many different ways. You can text, you can chat, you can talk on the phone, or you can also do video. It's completely up to you. And just like regular therapy, uh, everything you share is confidential and they're professional counselors who are licensed. So they specialize in everything, depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, you name it, they cover it. And the best part, if you're not happy with your counselor for any reason, you can just request a new one at any time. No additional charge. Best of all, it's a truly affordable option. Therapy can get expensive, but you know, better help. 
They just do it better. Taste of Taylor listeners get 10% off your first month with discount code TOT. So why not get started today? Go to betterhelp.com slash TOT. Simply fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with a counselor that you're going to love. That's betterhelp.com slash TOT and get 10% off your first month today. And now back to the podcast. So Hannah had been on for a bit at this yeah. point. She was not millennial mayhem yet. And I will t- say this to my audience. You guys are tough, but I respect how tough they are. They're tough on me and they're tough on everybody else. And so they, they, it, it took them a while to warm up to Hannah. And so what I, I guess I'm trying to establish here, if I was in a court of law, is that Hannah had been in fucking with the show in and out right. for like a couple few months at that point. I just remember the point of saying this brunch is that we were all together and I was not aware and you were not aware that not. Hannah was interviewing to be cast on Summer House. Right. But it never came up, this whole brunch. So and I only say that to say that when I found out you to felt. this next part, I felt like, not that it was sneaky or shady, but I felt like, so, okay, let's just jump on. Um, so we have this brunch. So By the we way, had the brunch. I'm none the wiser. Yeah. I don't even That's know what's going backstory. on. You're none the wiser. You don't even know that you're not going to be on the show. Yeah. And then we just had brunch. Meanwhile, That's just the backstory. Hannah knew at that point that she was auditioning for Summer House. Yeah. But I do believe that she didn't know that you weren't going to be a part of it. I Yeah, she may not have. And they do tell the people that are auditioning or going through casting not to tell people. They put the fear not of God. To tell, yeah, they tell them because basically if... Because we, I get people, you'd be surprised how many people were DMing being like, oh my God, I'm going to be on the show. And I just <laughs> went right to casting and I'm like, they're not going to be on the show. Right, um, right. Especially between season one and two, I was like, they're not going to be on the show. Um, and I and then I would list all the real reasons why. And honestly, maybe they should have stopped that because they might have gotten better cast if they had people telling people who they really are, not who they're saying who they are to cast. I mean, if cast members know, yeah. Right. But, uh, but I, so, so let's say... So we are confirming she knew because yeah. that's, com- so that's confirmed. she knew. But the reason why I think she didn't bring it up is, be- in my opinion, it I could have been I totally think it's one part whatever. fear of casting directors telling you don't don't reveal this. And number yeah. two, superstition. If right. I don't sign a contract, it's not done as far as I'm concerned. Right. So Even I'm gonna, when I sign it, I'm like, I'm still scared. What's the what's the deposit period? Yeah, what do I get paid? <laughs> like, what's I get the check? Now you call me. I'm not going to be on. Fuck. I'm giving you advice. And then I, this was it. Then I go to Betches to do, I think I was doing the You Up podcast. I walk in and Hannah's like, because she's still working there at the time, which by the way, Hannah's no longer with Betches. I mean, listen. Oh, I know. Ju- you better believe I know. Jesus. Like how, how, t- how times change. Like, like think of all this drama work drama that's happened in the course of now we're like two years she says to me guess what i've got to tell you something and uh i'm so excited and i said what she said i'm gonna be on summer house and i went oh no that was it that was my reaction oh no this is not this is not good i said you gotta tell steven like that and she was like yeah i know and i said yeah he's not gonna be happy and I, uh i'm i'm in a bad spot that's what right. i said and like Maybe, I don't even remember when I found that out. Maybe I should have reached out to you. I felt like reaching out to you would have been like pouring salt in the wound. I didn't really know what to do. So I'm pretty sure, I don't really remember. I'm blacking this part out, but I'm going to say I maybe had an opportunity to call you and didn't call you. And if that's the case, that's my bad. Now you pick up because yeah. the next thing, the next thing that happened so, was you called. So when you called, maybe I was a little nervous because I was like, you, okay, we're going to have to talk about Hannah. You probably Hannah. thought that I knew, like when you saw my name on the phone, that I found out. That you found out about Hannah. Yeah. Exactly. So I forget who I found out from, which I mean, this was, I think, 
the very beginning of June, yep. which was crazy because they had to start shooting in three weeks. So I'm having lunch um, by myself now. You call, I pick up, yeah. we're talking. I had found out that Hannah and Jordan have both been cast and I knew Hannah was working with you. So in my mind, I'm like, whatever, Hannah's on the show. I wasn't mad that Hannah was really on the show. On she House. didn't replace me. Yeah, No, she's not a gay uh, man. Yeah, on Summer House. So I wasn't super like mad that she was on there, but all my thing was is like we were so close. Mm-hmm. I'm like I called, we talked about, I hey Hannah's on the show, this and that, and I'm like I just hope that you would not film with her. That's exactly and, how you said it. I remember the verbatim. You said and, I just hope that you would not film with her. And what I knew, and then realized that you knew. Was that Hannah had said to me, I hope I'm not betraying, like, not, not her confidence, but I just know how Bravo so, like, you know, private with their stuff. They were like, so at this point, Hannah wasn't going to be filming for Betches. Right. Be- well, okay. I can speak to this a lot. Trevally. So, <laughs> just because I don't want to talk any, like, you know what I mean? I don't want to speak for Betches. Right. Just saying. Well, okay. Yeah. Um, I knew that Bravo was seeking for their casting for this season because they've always wanted the show to be about work and play and they've never been able to focus on work because, first of all, everybody works a different job. Right. So to put that in, we would need like so many more episodes to be able to even expand upon anybody's work. That's why they've always had these like stupid little scenes of like, hey, like I'm on my way to the meeting. This and that. Like, <laughs> on the because, phone. Because, yeah. Yep. Because they've never had the time to really expand about anybody's work. And so they were looking for a group of people work who worked friends. together. Right. And were also friends. That's how they were originally looking for people, which is how they got Jordan Hannah and, and Paige. Paige. And they were all Betches related. And then... But there was a decision made that they, were, they weren't going to shoot at Betches. We'll right. leave it at that. There was a decision made about that because... Um, anyway, they made that decision. <laughs> Proud of you. <laughs> Move on. I'm like, I'm not going to incriminate myself. Um, that's stupid. <laughs> um, I knew that that's what they were looking for. And then I also knew that Betches was not going to allow them to film. Right. Which is, you know, I like I have to say I actually respect their decision because what happened was so then Hannah came to me and said, listen. And I knew yes. that that would happen. Hannah came to me and said, hey, listen, I need a place to shoot my work. And one one of the jobs I do is I work for you. So how would you feel if Bravo came in and shot me doing your show with you? And of course, my brand new business running brain looking for a promotion and marketing like for free was like, ah, abso-fucking-lutely. So I was psyched. I ran right to my bosses. I told, well, they're not my bosses. They're my partners, my partners. I'm a big girl, my yeah, partners. use that word. I ran to my partners and I said, we have a great opportunity. Are you okay with us shooting here or not? And they were like, one fucking thousand percent. You just have to say, you're a DNR Studios. And I was like, I'm fine with that. So that was that. Now at this point, it was out of my hands. But I will tell you this, is that the more I thought about it, I thought, well... Well, when I don't even, but I remember thinking to myself, great marketing and promotional opportunity. Yes. However, I'm going to have to my manager and a lawyer look at this contract because I don't want to put my business in jeopardy. Like it might be a fun storyline that Hannah has like this bitchy lesbo boss, but that could hurt my brand. I wouldn't think that it would ever be an issue. And that's part of the reason why I never put my work on the show because I'm an event planner. I do these amazing events. They're not going to make me look good. They will make you look good at the end of the day, but there will have to be a crisis. There will have to be a problem that gets solved. But I kept thinking, but it's, I won't even think about it until I have like a, 
contract from Bravo in front of me and then I have to think it through. So right. that was that. So so this is where I was. So yeah, so you right. call and you're so like... So we have the conversation. I'm like, I just hope that you would not film with her. You know, you've already filmed with me. Yes. And yes, yes. You you invited me to the house with Taylor, yeah. and then we you called him a, a lesbian lesbian. <laughs> um, <laughs> like I, I'm like I I don't know. I was thinking about myself and about you, but you know, also about our friendship. Like you're my friend. Then it then it will not only people will just assume like oh well they must not really be <laughs> that good of friends right like and this is a month after i found out that i'm not going to be shooting the show this is about a month later by this point i had already as like come up basically just like you know fuck bravo they had yeah. basically said you know i'm not gonna be on the show but they they practically begged me to still shoot oh they did not want me in the house but they i mean the production company, they're like, please keep your mind open to like the possibility of appearing in this and that. And like, and I have no doubt that if I had not get, been so stern with them, they would have been calling me midsummer uh -huh. based on the ratings um, to come back to the house because uh, they begged us and the twins to keep an open mind to still appearing. Well, and then and Danielle and did that. come back. So right. we saw how that played out. Right. Well, she came back because people dropped out like the week before filming started. Interesting. Um, so she got asked back. And I actually helped her negotiate her contract and like gave her advice on how to do it. I wasn't okay. like, I wasn't like pissed if you, off if you about fuck with the Bravo, show. Like you're I wasn't, my enemy. No. Right. I wasn't like, oh, everyone needs to quit. Like I talked to Danielle. I saw Danielle during shooting once. But like I, I, you know, wasn't in that mindset, but I personally wanted nothing to do with it. I felt very betrayed by them and the way they handled things. Right. And I mean, it was pretty shady. And there's a much bigger story about why I think all this happened. I mean, and I do intend on telling it sometime, but it's a long story. I'll and let you save I need, that for when you can like right. financially well, directly benefit to from my, that. I need to talk to my lawyer and first. That <laughs> um, and that too. Because there is a lot of shit. You know, so I'm in this place of like, I want to break ties. I want to be out. And so I'm like, I would just, I want it. I, and, and I felt very alone because, yeah. you know, I was kind of on this island so I came to you as my friend, like, you know, it's hoping a, for even just some validation. Please tell me you're not shooting with her. Right I heard it's a great you're shooting with her. Please tell me you're not shooting with her. Yeah. Right. And so I was like, I want to yes you to death. I think those right. words came out of my mouth. And you I said, did. Yeah, totally. And I said, but, you know, this is so hard for me to be like this direct and honest. But like, I feel like if I'm not, I'm like, so I'm, I'm worse, you know? So, yes, she came to me. I wasn't going to bring it up to you until it was like an actual decision I was going to make, but I was going to make the decision on my own for my business. And I said, you know, and I totally understood all the business parts of it too. I never blamed you for the business. In my mind, I was like, if the, if I was on Real Housewives of New York and been kicked off and you had the opportunity to go on, I would never fucking ask you to not do it. But right. this is Summer House. I mean, <laughs> like, 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 if it was some like... And I think I said something like, well... If I don't have her on, it's going to make me and you look petty. And you said to me, honey, petty is my brand. Which I had totally forgotten <laughs> about until you told me that. And now I've been telling people that again. Petty is my brand. And like, honestly. Hey, it is. And so what? It is. But and it's not, it, not my in brand. A, not in a 
shitty way, but like, it's yeah. funny. It's fucking funny hey, to be petty. I, listen, listen, I think owning your truth is owning your truth. But yeah. I said, you know, I don't do things like I don't even la- I don't even allow myself to be right. petty anymore. Trust me. And I've so, had plenty of years of petty. Then in the conversation to backtrack on that thing with Hannah, because you were just like, I think it would be bad. And, and I mean, you had other relationships to protect, too, at that point. Yes. But... I just was like, look, like, I don't think it would be bad. Just I'm not asking you to fire her. I'm just saying, please don't, don't shoot, shoot with, with her. her. Yes. And, and so like, I said, let me think about it. Right. Because I felt like and you I just was like, look, she knew when we had that brunch. So at the time, I felt very like that brunch was shady. But looking back on it now, I don't feel that way okay, to clarify. Good. good. But I, I at the time, you, I felt like it was sneaky and shady. Which I totally understand. And I was hearing you say that. And I, I, I think I kept saying to you, like, Stephen, as your friend, I want you to be able to vent to me, tell me your thoughts and like and be pissed off. But also... I want to be honest in saying, like, I while I respect your feelings, I don't think that the way you think things went down is the way that they went down. Right. Which I know is frustrating to hear. Trust right. me. Well, and I didn't want to hear anything about that at that point. And so I felt like I was being a bad friend to you in that regard of not, like, giving you the support you needed. But I didn't also want to blow smoke up your ass and be like, totally, totally, you're a thousand percent right, right, when I didn't really believe that was the truth. I understood why you felt that way, but I didn't agree with it. So I was trying to be like... I see what you're saying, but I don't agree, but I support you venting, so vent to me. Right. It was like, I was trying to say, I'm here for you, but I'm not going to yes you to death. Right. And, and for perspective, for, for perspective of people, I'm pretty sure our phone call was over an hour. It wasn't like a quick, <laughs> it wasn't like a quick, like, but this and this and this and this. Like, we were talking. We were for talking it out. It was time. a long conversation. Had a, it wasn't like, ar- it wasn't like really arguing. We no, were no, just no, no, talking. No, no, no. It wasn't arguing. So like, just for perspective of this. Like, yes, it wasn't a big blowout fight yeah. or anything like that. So anyway, I think I ended saying, "Listen, I hear you. I'm, I'm not. I'm Hannah's gonna still stay on my radio show, but the filming." I will think about it. It's time to talk about one of our sponsors, Scentbird. If you don't know what Scentbird is, let me tell you. It's amazing. It's a luxury fragrance subscription service for perfumes and colognes. I don't know about you, but I'm super sensitive to scent. So for a really long time, I didn't wear scent at all because here was my logic. So you go to like a department store or even like maybe a makeup store and just even smelling like over three cents, oh, made me feel lightheaded, headachy. And then my other option is, well, maybe I'll just go off a recommendation and go buy that scent and try it out. But guess what? Scents are friggin' expensive. Those bottles are big and they've got big old price tags to go along with them. Well, enter in Scentbird. Scentbird has more than 450 designer brands for you to choose from, perfume or cologne, every single month exactly so you choose the brand and the perfume that you want to try scentbird will send you a 30 day supply that's 120 sprays which is enough to apply more than like four times daily for a month and it's at a fraction of the price of a regular bottle of perfume or cologne prada tom ford versace dolce and gabbana cartier gucci i mean you name it They've got it. Also, if you're somebody who wants to like have a day scent, have a night scent, have like, I don't know, a black tie event scent, it's a great way to find multiple scents too. And remember when I said it was affordable? Mm-hmm. Right now, I have an exclusive offer just for my listeners. You can get 50% off your first month today. That's only, wait for it, $7.50 for your first fragrance. 
That's crazy. And also, without the discount, it's still crazy affordable. But there's a discount. So go to scentbird.com slash T-A-Y-L-O-R. Use my code, Taylor, T-A-Y-L-O-R, and get 50% off your first month. Again, that's S-C-E-N-T bird.com slash Taylor for you to try your first perfume or cologne for just $7.50. Sign on. Smell amazing. And now, back to the podcast. I said also, and I said this to you, I'm going out for Stassi's birthday. I would like to talk to the cast members about your position and my position because they've lived this and for many, many seasons. So I'm like letting you know, I would like to talk about that. Are you cool with that? And you were kind of like, do whatever you want. But I wasn't like, I was like, well, I'm going to go tell on you. Like, I was like, I'm really going to ask the girls the truth. If they think they're like, you're being a fucking opportunistic shit. I would have taken that into my consideration as well. You right. know? Basically, yeah, this conversation basically left off with you saying, I'm going to go talk to them and I need some time to think and think about it all. Like, not just that, but like and you were the logistics of your, and even you, like, you appearing. And you, I was annoyed. I you, was pissed. And you said, you do <laughs> but, that. And then we can talk about being friends. And I was like, Listen, it was a long conversation. We were both frustrated because we weren't getting anywhere with each other. But I will right. give I, I will give us credit here. At least we were honest with each other. Right. Because right? in so many friendships, it's like someone it, it's like someone calls uncle just to like make right. it stop. And then they're secretly pissed. And then it, and then it festers. Yeah. So well, I will looking say, back on it all now, probably if you had just yesed me, I would have felt more betrayed, betrayed yeah. than you. I mean, we're up front that it was an option. I'm actually proud of us that we actually had the balls to be honest with each other because I'm usually a fucking pussy. Right. So that was that. I went out to L.A. I told the girls. Um, they were like, you're in a fucking bad spot. Period in story. We don't really have the answer. But it's not a great spot. We love Steven. We feel bad for Steven that he's in this position. This business is brutal, you know, and then I got to hear all their stories about season after season and, you know, how they came out. And so it just but it just reaffirmed like me, like the first piece of advice I gave to you when all the shit went down was like, you know, I, I still wish he had done this. And then by that point, I felt like you had kind of made it known like I wasn't the only person that you had like wanted loyalty from and maybe weren't getting it from. And I was I was like wanting to reach out to you and say, this is a bigger battle than you can fight. And maybe it's not worth it. Like trying to oh, like. Who were you thinking? No, just in general. Like, oh, well, honestly, I I did things the wrong way because I kind of like shut things down. And yeah. like you should always manipulate those situations for your own benefit. Exactly. And, and that's something I learned now. But this is my first time having to deal with that. Hey, so now I've learned a great business lesson. So now this part's on me. So I said, I'll call you after I get back from L.A. And I never did. Yeah, I just jeweled. If anyone heard that, <laughs> exhale. Um, yeah, yeah, and it stung a little bit. I don't even know why I didn't reach out to you. I honestly don't. Maybe I was turned off from the conversation. Like, like I don't remember like a point where I was like, fuck him, I'm not texting him. Like, it was more like, a, that made me right. uncomfortable. Well, he's, it's, he's, it's he's not wrong. a comfortable thing to jump back into. Whether right. whether you were telling me, and then I was thinking, he's whether not you like were telling answer. me what I wanted or what I didn't want, it's not a com- no. It's not a happy decision to, or a happy conversation to like just be like, all right, well, I'm just going to call you today, and and, and and deliver the bad news. And in that... New York, it's so easy to ignore those. It's I know. so easy just to throw yourself. So into I didn't. Something. So I probably didn't reach out for. I'm going to say. At least two weeks, if not three, I think maybe four. You responded to an inst. I yes. I remember this. I think I you responded it. to an Instagram story. Remember, it's tracking mid or towards the end of July. 
Okay, so this is like, a, let's say like a month later. Yeah, well, and this is like a month later, but it's only, I think, like two weeks after Stasi's because Stasi's is at the end okay, of good. June. Okay, good, so I'm not yeah, the no. biggest monster. Yeah, okay, because there was like two weeks, and then you were at Stasi's, and then... It was like two or three more weeks. And after to that. be fair, in that two weeks, maybe I was like running around like a chicken with my head cut off for X, Y, and Z reasons. But in those two weeks, you're this is your like the center of your universe at this point in time, right? Right. Like dealing with all shit. I mean, the last summer I just spiraled basically, which is totally fair. But um, yeah. But even those first two weeks, I mean, that was the time that you had said. So that and wasn't I didn't even held against you. No, you were going to talk to them at the birthday. Yeah, but it took it should take me two fucking weeks to reply to you. We're friends. Yeah, and so, I and I and I and I and I will say like that's my bad, and that's where I am. Sorry, really. Right. Like I wonder. Well, if Well, and then I, I was had... petty too because I was. Oh no, you, I wasn't you, petty. Were you being was, on brand? I was on brand. <laughs> uh, um, I was on brand because I did not reply to your Instagram <laughs> reply. <laughs> so okay, no, no, I saw a picture of you on Instagram, and you know how much yeah. I love your face. I just want to bite your nose. And I think eat your you literally said it. something like that. And I literally said, and I didn't even like your picture on Instagram, or maybe I did, but I didn't comment. I so rather than commenting on Instagram. I texted you, I believe, and I was like, I just saw that a picture of you on Instagram. Um, made me miss you, or like, you're so handsome, you're so delicious, it made me miss you. Like, I'd love to talk or yeah. something. Oh, I'm looking it up right now. Oh my god, let's see how good my it memory is. It was July 11th. Okay. Just saw your adorbs face on Instagram and it made me miss you. I'm not quite sure where we stand and I don't want to make any false promises to you, but I hope you know that I care a lot about you and I want us to be okay. Oh, that was actually really nice. In hindsight, <laughs> yeah. at the time I was like, it's been two weeks. Yeah, exactly. So you don't reply Yeah, for like, I, I don't reply. know, another, I, I, I'm the, the, don't worry. The, I didn't reply. My audience will be able to fact check all of this because yeah. they are super sleuths. I did not reply. So, uh, so basically. And then actually I'm looking right now. Okay. And you texted. So I there texted, was nothing. No reply. There was nothing. So, and yes. then nothing happened. Then. September 7th. From July to September. From July to September 7th. Yeah, was this. You texted me because we did. Oh, I, we ran I did into see each other. other at the OK Magazine party. You said, saw you on the way out of my OK, Ma- OK party last night. I was going to grab you really quickly, but then a housewife was all up in your shit. The it was Leanne Logan. It was Leanne Logan. <laughs> Leanne. Um, and my ex-boyfriend. Um, and I was running to another party. Anyway, hope you're well. Kissy face. Okay. And, and I responded. Yes. Um... <laughs> I said, oh, yeah, it was the circus when we got there. Hope you had a good night. But I did respond. I mean, yeah, not, not exactly really warm. Nice. Not warm. <laughs> <laughs> not warm and not a question. I Not a question like, please write me back. Anything. Right. Yeah. Just like, yeah. I did acknowledge that you. Yeah, you were there. Right. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I can't help it. I, I know. I Listen. was on brand. Hey, <laughs> I, think that, I think this is a magical conversation because imagine if more people were able to fucking sit down and do this. And listen, you and I. I mean, we're actually laughing right now. You and, and I. Like, we actually really. I mean, we did talk at. At Claudius, but, but we did we not didn't do this. Really, no. no, we did not hash up the this details. This is the first time. <laughs> time heals like, all We're moves. going through a timeline here. So basically, so so what happened was, I believe it was after that. Now yeah. maybe I'm wrong, and don't worry. <laughs> if I'm wrong, my audience will let me know. They'll be like, no, bitch, you did it on that date. It was you after did it on this, this. date. So I think after that, I was like, so I think on I know the date. Show, I'm pretty sure it was September 22nd. I'm on the radio show. I talk about my real life, right? And so, and also, I happened to be that night with a co-host who's a gossip columnist. Okay, right. so he was not going to let me not talk about this on the show. Oh, so, uh, 
I don't know if I knew about this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And also, my show is behind a paywall, so it feels like a little bit of a secret society. There's a lot of subscribers, but sometimes I feel like it's easy just to pretend like like a podcast like this, anybody can share with anybody. You have to pay six ninety five to share that shit. <laughs> right. So you gotta really like like You gotta I, really wanna share. Exactly. And I feel like you're like already in the club, so but you, you already know the storyline. Because it's special. I share my life. So I was like, so I'm knocking along with the phone right now and I'm really upset about it. And like, yes, I played a role, but like, oh, I just feel like, you know, I don't know what to do because I was like, this is like, you know, hard, not hard of me. So because you're in the public eye, I was and I did. And I know the audience is so fucking smart. I was like, I'm going to do everything in my fucking power to share my emotional state without giving the details of who I'm talking right. about. I changed genders. I'm like, so my girlfriend <laughs> is mad at me. Well, that's like still me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, my girlfriend's mad at me because she, um, cause I'm friends with somebody who is now dating her ex-boyfriend. Like I was like, like I was taking like the important, like, you know, like loyalties yeah. and stuff with it, but like totally changed the, the dynamics. And I swear to God, I could have died, could have died that the audience figured out it was you. Now, listen, my audience, you guys are good super sleuths. I'll give you that. But you're also really like you're, you're making educated guesses. So like they throw spaghetti at the wall and they see what sticks, like who responds, right. who ignores it, whatever. So actually, it was funny because I remember Claudia Ashray came. She called me one day and she's like, oh, my God, call me now. I call and she's like, are we in a fight? And I was like what and she's like i'm out on the road doing these live shows for the dirty dirty jeans store it was like in the very beginning and she's like and uh, I, I did meet and greets and all these listeners that we have like we overlap are like taylor's mad at you we know you're in a fight <laughs> and she was like i didn't know we were and i'm like we're not a fight it's steven and she was like oh my god thank god but wait what steven so anyway i told her the so she then she knew the right. story well and then you went on the morning toast you co-hosted in the in my order okay. of memory okay like in my order of how things happened to me i didn't know about that mm-hmm. on your radio show okay and the next time that we interacted was with watch what crappens oh no honey i have a lot in between that oh okay <laughs> you get to that so i don't know about any of these things text you nothing text you months later nothing <laughs> then i get a response back so okay so i told my story on the air i remember that then claudia calls we're in a fight no we're not Stephen mcgee oh oop shit Oh, get makeup. The end. Then my audience, th- th- and then I'm starting to think, oh God, who else is the audience reaching out to? Taking oh God, guesses. they're just going through. So I'm like, okay, 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 okay. Oh, oh, oh. And then I know. And then I saw you with Rob Shooter, and I was, oops. Well, whatever. That was my co-host on 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 Thursdays. So he, whatever. He's a gossip columnist. It was oh, Rob Shooter. Wait, where was I with him? The OK Magazine party. Oh, uh, okay. So I was his guest. So we were there together. And when I saw you, I was like. Uh, because I hadn't seen you since this whole thing went down, right. and so and I had just walked in the door, literally, and, and we were running out the door. He was literally yeah, you were dra- leaving, like, and dragging I was me. had just walked in it with Leanne, and so oh god, oh yes, honey, yes you did. Okay, so but I had my own invite just so everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> so he was like, "What was that all about?" And I'm like, "Oh, Stephen McGee's like Stephen McGee. I know him from the House of the Summers. He doesn't know shit about Bravo." And so anyway, I'm like, "Uh oh." <laughs> I told Rob, Rob's a gossip columnist, and he loves writing about Bravo, even though he doesn't watch it. <laughs> so this is going to come out. I want to get ahead of it. Because yeah. I don't want it coming out of Rob's mouth or on his website. He like he wrote an article about me and Stassi being lesbian lovers. What? Oh, dude, I cannot even. <laughs> I can't. I can't 
talking about? Rob, like Rob is so outrageous. You just have to like laugh at him. But what's some, it called? The Hollywood. It's called um naughty gossip. Naughty gossip. Always a pinch, it. never a punch. And I'm like, you punch me square a in the pinch. face. So anyway, so I'm like, I gotta get ahead of this. Rob's gonna tattle and tell everybody, and then it's gonna be like, not only did she not tell us, but like Rob saved the day. So I'm like, fuck it. They're they're already guessing it's Steven. So I come in there and I'm like, okay, okay. Rob's gonna spill the beans. And anyway, you guessed it. It's Stephen McGee. It's Stephen McGee. You're fucking smart. Good job. The end. So then, of course, it was like, well, why? And this, that, and the other. And it's just like, listen, here's my quick version. And I really make really careful every time I talk because I know, even though it's behind a paywall, my audience loves to talk. And it's it, this, is, this is radio in general. Like, I used to get, I have been in fights with so many radio shows. So it's like, well, we might as well just come out with my version. But I was very careful to say, listen. I understand his perspective. I was, you know, I, I do feel bad. And so, like, I was, I did try to be very delicate and dance around it, but I'm sure you never got that version. And no, it would have yeah. been smart on me to reach out to you and say things like, hey, I talked about it on the show. But at that point, I was like, I text him. I don't get a response back. He's pissed. I'm, we're not feeling the love. There's no fucking point. And, yeah, fuck it. I'm not going to be, like, on this high horse. I was being a little fucking, you know, Petty bitch too. Your brand, not right. mine, but my brand for the moment. Also, I think you like unfollow me and Taylor on social media. I did unfollow, and to be honest, like I know people, it I, that actually wasn't petty. My unfollow. I unfollowed a lot of people. I unfollowed my previous co-stars. I unfollowed uh-huh. because I, I just don't like it in my face. You know, it's for I, my mental health. It's I not for like that. because every time I log on, it's uh, like I can't keep following you, and they're like, "Well, just mute them." I'm like. Why am I going to follow them if I have not? Like, I get the unfollow. You know, I'm it just—it makes me sad. It makes me feel have feelings, and I don't like having feelings. I want to be a robot. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I don't like feelings. It wasn't like some grand warring gesture. It was just like one more bit of confirmation. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, he he done. He's he's he done. He done. Yeah. So I'm, and then I was also I a little that. like, well, now I guess I, I maybe I was a little bit relieved though because it wasn't just my fault. Now that people knew, because I'm like, well, if, he, if right. he's gonna publicly unfollow me, it's not my fault. Pe- that people are figuring this shit out. You know that I know that people fucking keep tabs on that. Of course I do. So I'm like, well, I guess we're just on the same page now, and we're no longer friends. That's that. Yeah. So fast forward, I get an invite from Watcher Crappens, Ben and Ronnie, who I met through you. Yep. To go to where's Tom? <laughs> Cheating on the Countess, the uh, the Regency, the Regency, the, the Regency bar. So we're going to the Regency to get some uh, martinis. I should stay away from martinis. Bad things happen when martinis are in my life. So martinis and uh, to go on like a Tom hunt. You know, let, yeah. let's find Tom. Just hanging out. They were in town for their live shows. This is October. Ninth. October 9th, okay. Because uh, there's a text message that corresponds with it. Because there's a text message. <laughs> and of course I expected you to be there. I really did. Right. I mean, they're friends and I'm thinking like, oh, I guess maybe they're not friends with Steven or maybe Steven's out of town or I don't fucking know. I was emotionally prepared right. to see you. Because they had other friends there. Yes, they too. had other friends there. Ben was like, so like Steven's running late and I was like, like that. <laughs> I, go, I go, Stephen McGee? <laughs> McGee? <laughs> McGee? And they were like, yeah. Uh, your friend, just like that. And I was like, you don't know? And they were like, <laughs> and I was like, we're not speaking. And they were like, oh no, what the fuck happened? And I was like, honestly, it was just like, ugh, it's work, it's business. He wanted loyalty. I wasn't, I didn't give it to him. Like, it's just like, it's, it's, it's bad. Right. And I said, we, we text, it's not good, but it's not horrible. So I said, there is a hope. It can be okay. So I'm just going to have positive energy and hope it's okay. And the second he sits down, I'm going to be like, I miss you. I love you. Like, this is stupid. Let's not. Right. 
So you walk and in. And I was coming. And, and but you I, knew I, I was there. knew Taylor oh, was going to be there we, because I had heard. Thanks for the text, friends. <laughs> I had heard that because By I way, was talking. quick. This is how reality TV shows are made. I this is how say. they're made. I've never felt more like I was in an episode of Real Housewives of New York City. And I kind of, I loved it. And hated it I know the best part, and I don't want to throw Ronnie under the bus because I love Ronnie. <laughs> and, but like, I had heard, I was texting Ronnie that day. I'm like, okay, so what's the plan? We're gonna do this. He's like, yes. Oh my god, Eileen's coming, and I love Eileen, and and Taylor's coming. I was like, oh, um, I was like, do you? I was like, that's gonna be interesting. I was like, Taylor and I haven't spoken in a while. I was months. like, I yeah, and at this point, what we're looking at six months. Yeah, from, well, June to October. It's a long time, though. It's long. It's a long time. Ronnie is like, I'm kind of overlapping the story. I'm like, look, it's just this. I was like, I, I understand, but, like, I don't like it. Yeah. You yeah. know, and and he was like, oh, well, do you want me to? And That's okay. But he was like. You guys are friends first. Yeah, it's we were okay. friends. He's like, do you want, do you want me, me to cancel, to cancel with, with Taylor? And I was like, no. Don't cancel. I'm like, look, like, it'll like be. Come look her in her face and I'm like, her. it'll be. I was like, maybe this was meant to be meant to happen this way because you genuinely invited both of us thinking we would be great. And so maybe <laughs> that's how it's supposed to be. We are friends and we would come right. together. Right. And, that, and maybe that's how it's supposed to be. So, um, and so I, like, I show up. Okay. Tell your version. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, actually, my version's not that. Uh, so I, I, I showed up and. The only seat at the table is next to Taylor. Okay, there was literally at this weird. Every seat was next to the other seat. Every seat was next to the other one, right? Right. And like I'm we, looking at the photo. Oh my god! Because we all we have to go photo this <laughs> night. You had to send this to me. I think I deleted it because I was mad. <laughs> <laughs> so we're at a table for six people, and Taylor's in the middle of one. I look cute. And the only seat cute. was next to Taylor, like literally. And and so I said. And I'm pretty sure you, you did exactly that. that. I'm pretty sure you like kissed me on the cheek or I, something. Are you kidding like, me? Grab I, my like, face or I something. jumped on you. I literally koala bared you. And then, I mean, this is my thing with you. I just straddle him. I just like give him no opportunity, no out. And so you sat down. I like literally like, cl I felt like I was climbing you. And I was like, I don't know. I think I said, it's been so long. It's so good to see you. I, I don't know. In my mind, I said all the right things. Like, I know it's been weird, but like, I want right. this to be over or whatever. And you were... I see. I actually thought I was being not necessarily warm. No. But maybe like <laughs> lukewarm because I am an emotional bottler. Like yes. I keep everything down and like I, I know this about you. I don't like I mean the secrets that are locked inside my the chambers of my body. Like yes. it's not like I'm gonna just be like, Yeah, something on Sometimes I, I forget that everybody's not Taylor Strapper yeah. and like wearing their heart on their sleeve and it's like bleeding and I'm like, look, it put a band-aid on it. Right. So like yes. I could have a gunshot wound to the chest and just kind of be like, No, I'm feeling okay. Like literally. Like, I know. Like, you are very you can be very like you are stoic. When you're happy you're stoic. When you're sad you're stoic. You're just you're kind of like And like plateau. in my mind I don't view it as being standoffish or bitchy. But well, I think it comes across that way. I get feeling disconnected from the way you come across. Right. Like in my mind, I'm like, no. I definitely was, I think, disconnected is a good way to describe it because it's yes. like I didn't know where it was going to go. And because it was happened, because our first meeting was with a large group of people, and like obviously we weren't right. going to like hash it out. Do but it I was all there. there. So I was ready was like, to. And you were kind of just like, okay, puppy, like <sighs> fucking go to go, go ting tinks on your wee wee pad. 
You know, shut the fuck up. At first it was bathos, like so uncomfortable, like take yeah. my stomach. But then I think we had fun. And then we loosened up a little bit. Yeah. But like, I mean, but then like I would say something and you would like, <laughs> <laughs> like pull your eyes. Or well, that's just a natural reaction to everything though. <laughs> like I can't control that. So I left. We said goodbye. It was fine. It was fine. But... Um, I definitely, you know, remember thinking like, I now know what it feels like to be at one of those awkward housewives dinner. And I was just in one oh, and it was, awkward dinner. And it was, so. it was awkward, but kind of exhilarating and glorious all at the same time. Right. So I left and then the next day, now this is on me because we were okay-ish. I went on the radio show and I was like, uh, you know, I'm going to believe who I saw last night. <laughs> and it was more of like, oh my God, Ben and Ronnie didn't know. I can't believe they didn't know. This is so fucking crazy. Oh my God. And so I definitely talked about it on the radio show. Like, can you believe it? And I was like, well, I don't really know if we're going to be best friends, but it was okay-ish. Who knows? Maybe we'll be fine. But it was kind of like that. So wait, so did we text after? After? Yes, we did. But hold on. I'm looking really quickly in my timeline. I'm looking through another text to find out when I found something out. Oh, Jesus Christ. Because. Can hear. So, oh, wait, hold on. Okay, here we go. My heart just beating so, in my chest. So, we had that night, yes. which was fine. Yes, which was October 10th, I believe, was the date of that photo. It wasn't fine. It was lukewarm, as you yeah. put. So, well, that was on me. Can you guys tell us the first time we're talking we're about? We're talking because <laughs> there's still a little. But we're laughing still, so that's good. Well, for so now. So that was October 10th. <laughs> so. Okay. No, I'm ready. Okay, this is the great part. I'm having a drink. This is the interesting part of the timeline. Right this world. is where things start getting dicey. Okay. For me. Oh geez. So on so that was October tenth, Wednesday, October tenth. On <sighs> Thursday, October eighteenth, I texted you. And I had been thinking about it and I had talked to some people about it because okay. I was like, Look, we had this okay time and I do remember having times during that dinner or whatever it yes. was, drinks, that were through. like our friendship. I melted Like it you. was like the old time. Like when so I was looking I'm at like, your face. Yeah, there yeah. was like times where I'm like, Okay, I think this could be okay. Okay. I said, hi, I think we should probably talk about everything. I've missed you, and it was nice to see you the other night. But I think you have, you may have a misunderstanding of why I was upset in the first place. And that's when I got mad. Um, by mentioning ult- ultimatums, because I think you had said at that dinner that I had given you an ultimatum. I think I probably said it on the air, and it got back to you. But I think what oh. happened was I said on the air that you didn't want me to work in some capacity with Hannah. Which, you know, right. w- which was filming. And I'm sure, I'm going to be honest, right. I'm sure so the game of telephone, was, it yes, got back telephone. to you. It got back to me I'm as sure. like an ultimatum, like of this or that. Of course. And then I said, I-, I obviously would love to get past this all, but we obviously need to talk it out. I heard only one sentence in there, which was like, I think you're confused. And I'm like, I think you're confused. So that's, yeah. so I, this is now, now I get my backup. So you wrote me about the next day, which okay. is fine. I said, hi, I think we should prob have a talk about everything. Is that from you? No, the the black one's oh, you. Oh, uh, I don't know how to work an Android. This is an iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have an old one. Look at this. Taylor's like, your phone's embarrassing. Isn't yeah, like, this is a... Okay. Um, so I would love to talk. When's good for you? I wrote back. Right. So I was short. I was yeah, very short. Short, but and then and he wrote very nice things. But you know what? It's your fucking turn, bitch. <laughs> right. Then I said, "Want to do lunch Tuesday, or Wednesday, or a late breakfast? I can meet you after your show." Okay. And I said, and you wrote back right after and said, "Let's do Tuesday. I can do lunch. Where do you want to go? 
Jack's by Frida, which we go to often. Yep. I said, sure, that sounds good to me. Already thinking about that one cocktail. Lol. There you go, see? And you said, lol, me too, cantaloupe mimosa. (laughs) (laughs) We're Um, We're on brand. That was this day. Then... The, this is where the story becomes hilarious to me. Yeah, this is when I started so, in my head. We made plans for the next week. <laughs> so that same, let me check the date. That was October 19th. 19th. So November? on October 20th. <laughs> the day after. The day after. One of my good friends. Oh, here we go. This is the shit I don't who know. Who lives in D.C. A really good friend of mine who listens to the morning toast. Okay. She listens to she listens to the morning toast. She's a toaster. It's my good friend Faith. She Faith. says. <laughs> she says she talks to me about oh because during that time um I was going to be on the challenge. They had reached out to me. Cool. And they asked me to go on the challenge, and but I couldn't get immunizations for <laughs> Namibia in time to go. So, also, I would have died because I watched that <laughs> season, but I didn't end up going. So, she said, also, did you hear Taylor Strucker throwing shade at you on the toast? Oh. I was so behind, but caught up, and I was like, she's 100% talking about Steven right now. <gasps> And I wrote back. I swear, I don't even remember. I believe it, but I yeah. don't remember. Was I that... wrote back and said, do you remember what she said? I haven't talked to her. We saw each other. And we're having lunch Tuesday to try to clear the air. Oh. Ironic timing for you to text that. <laughs> and she sent me the episode. And it was so, she says, she was saying how it was hard to be friends with. She was hard. It was hard to be with certain friends because they have drama with other people. You were co-hosting with Jackie. Oh. And it and oh, are you, I believe it. I and believe Jackie it. said, "Are you referring to someone who's no longer friends with Colin Amanda?" And you said, "Yeah." <gasps> and then you kept going into it, and she sent me the episode. If anyone wants to listen, it's from September twenty seventh. <laughs> I listen. can laugh about it now, but <laughs> oh fuck. Um, yeah, hey, I'm shady. So sometimes my brand is shady, bitch. <laughs> the funny it's just, I mean, how. What oh. was the universe doing? The timing of that, the day after we made plans you to have lunch. Faith, zip it. The day after we hey, made Faith, plans. Hey, Faith, if you're behind, that's not my fault. That's not my yeah. fault, bitch. Just kidding, Faith, I love you. Kind of. Um, <laughs> but we tried to make plans to meet up. No, and, and honestly, I so then, so then I was mad. I'm like, I'm not fucking spending money to go to a restaurant and have a weird restaurant fight. I'm like, we can talk on the phone. Why not? And then you really were yeah. like, no, let's meet in person. I'm we like, tried to meet no, up once. Let's talk on the phone. And you were you were busy. I was being a bitch. Busy bitch. Same oh, thing. Oh my same god. Way. Wait. Okay. I want to make this right. Did we make two plans to meet up in person or yes. just one? Or we made plans and I said, are we still good for tomorrow? And then I you said, got I'm slammed busy. with pre-records. <laughs> so you had to postpone. Uh, that could have been true, actually. <laughs> and I said, that works. And then you said, do you oh, want to jump a on a call? Yeah. I didn't and want to I was like, I think we should meet in person. And I'm like, why? Because you want to serve me with papers? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. Not not that I ever thought, but like, that was smart of you just to plan ahead. I need to start doing that because a lot of people want to get lunch that I'm not friends with. And I'm like, what is your angle here? I will not find you. I'll make your lawyer hunt me down in my home. <laughs> You're going to have to get like a bounty hunter out for me. Literally. And then... No, literally, I was like, he's inserting papers. And Taylor was like, my girlfriend was like, you're insane. For what? And I was like, hurting his feelings. 
still was like, that's not, it's, you can't sue someone over that. I was like, you never know. He's mad. You never know. You never know. And with these New York City lawyers, you can get them to Tay do was just like, about anything. You're literally the craziest person I've ever met in my entire life. You, I tried to set another time again, and you asked to do a call again, which now I understand. But I was like, I wanted to meet in person (laughs) to talk it out because right now, like we're talking about it and this is the first time and we're just kind of like, and to be honest, my brand is petty. And the, the thing that set this all off was petty. It was not that big of a deal. It didn't have to be. It was the time. We let the time yes, no, take no. over, and I think that time is what heals. was the issue. Sorry, yes. Well, it heals, but it also caused the problem. Absolutely. I think that when you let things go too long, they can make things super weird. But I do believe that eventually, uh, with the right, uh, like right. I, I, I guess, perspective, right. time can heal. We so, still weren't there, though. No, so no. We were trying so. to make the. We still. We were trying to make the things. And you asked to do a call again, and I think I just didn't even respond. You were sick of it. Was, I'm like, you're like, this is ridiculous. I, I actually was invested in trying to get past it Fair. at that point. Fair. In like an honest way. I, yeah, which, I believe you. Not that you should have believed me at that time you could have thought whatever because Steven, if i was cold so fair but if i was cold uh the i've just grown as a person <laughs> <laughs> when i was but cold, when i was cold at tom's Regency when you Hotel. interpreted me as cold. <laughs> <laughs> that's a classic housewife when i made you feel like i was cold <laughs> that's a classic housewife line so lauren workus knew yes. what was happening oh i heard well, now so it's my turn i was talking I heard, to lauren i heard Heard through a mutual friend of ours who will shall remain nameless, but that uh, I, I she was like, oh, so ooh ah, ye Randa Steven, and I was like, oh yeah, we're fighting, and she's like, you are, and I was like, I haven't told you this because this was like so long after. This is probably around this time, and she was like, oh that thing, and I'm like, yeah, bitch, it's still going on, <laughs> and she was like, oh, and I was like, and she's like, well, he was there with Lauren Workus, and I went like this, oh, I love Lauren, and she goes like this. You shouldn't say that. And I said, why? And she said, because if you say you love her and then the thing she says about you, it does not look good for you. And I was like, okay, okay, game on. Okay, but... But she's being loyal. She's a she's a loyal. She was being what asked. <laughs> she's well, yeah. a loyal friend. She's yeah. a ride or die yeah. kind of girl. And I love that about her. And that's why <laughs> she will ride or die. I was telling Lauren, and Lauren was actually like, you should talk to Taylor. And Lauren actually oh. encouraged me to do this podcast, by the way. <gasps> So Lauren is not, she was just Thank being you, team Steven, but okay. Lauren is not like. And, and listen, the person yeah. did not repeat what was said because yeah. I said, I don't want to hear it. She's, I don't she even want to hear it. She was being team Steven, but Because I knew she not. was being team Steven yeah. and I figured, I don't even want to know because then I can't get it out of my head and I don't even want to know it because quite frankly, right. I've done that for friends too. So Lauren was, te- is. was telling me to get the fuck over it. Oh, hey. Yeah. Okay. Okay. She, You're forgiven Lauren She Marcus. was encouraged me. Then I felt like, So who you know, encouraged empowered. you to do the tweet? So, <laughs> so, um, so we haven't met up. So this was at the beginning of but November. I just, but I just want to be clear: we haven't met up. But who was the last right. person to send a text in that text chain? Let me look. It was me. Yeah, and I almost screenshotted and tweeted, but then I decided to put my racket down because that's what my therapist tells me to right, do. Right, but your text was let's c- talk on the phone. To talk on the phone it's when I was you. asking to do a to meet in person. <laughs> And I and I had just said, Stephen, I didn't I want you to serve me with pr- papers. <laughs> I w- I had said I think we should tr- 
Poss- we should probably try to talk in person. Like it was important to me to talk in person because and I, I knew that. that it would go differently than a call. And I get that, but but I wasn't right. saying no. I fuck you. I, I'm, I'm not- giving you nothing. I was saying I don't want to meet you in person, but I will give you the telephone. Right. And then you and said the to yourself thing. in your mind, "Fuck you." But it was received. Right. Okay. That was November fifth, two thousand eighteen, and then Damn. our next text is August third. 2019. Yeah. Like to make plans for this. Damn. Unless, unless, okay, there's one. Awkward, so when was your treat? There's one. Awkward, when was your treat? What the fuck happened? I with do the wonder, treat? did you ever get a selfie of me in a face mask? Mm, yes. Oh my God. So I, I had, think? I was texting another person named Taylor uh, that I was doing a mud mask <laughs> and I accidentally sent it to you and I went through a full panic. I shut my phone off. Wait, maybe, I don't remember. No, Did it ever? No, oh no, no. Maybe I just saw it on Instagram or something. Maybe, but no, because it was no. a literal text of me and a face, a clay mask, and then I was like, "Oh my god!" It was me in a, a Dead Sea mud mask, <laughs> and I was texting it. This is probably around February. I was texting it to another person named Taylor. Don't you hate when that happens? And I accidentally <laughs> texted it to you, and I immediately put my phone on airplane mode and, and tried to like <laughs> stop it. And I was on. I actually called Apple. <laughs> To figure out if I could stop the text from sending. But all you had to write was, I didn't mean to send that to you. <laughs> I actually had called Apple. I just shut my phone off. I'm like, I need to stop this text from sending. What do I do? What do I do? So what I think this podcast is I was like, everybody... if I just get it, do I have to get a new phone? Do I just have to get a new phone? Because I was like, it's me and I did see my mask. And it looks like I'm in blackface. And she can use this against me. i like, she can use this against me. I'm like, what do I do? So I'm that's dying. the truth be told. That, this was a, okay, so a, I, I admitted that I thought you were going to sue me, and now you're admitting. <laughs> <laughs> we're, you know what? I have never, truer friends, there never were. Because they're not two people on the planet who are as fucking crazy as you and me. I'm wow. like, she's going to say I was a blackface. Yeah, I'm going to sell this to Us Weekly. You're dead. I'm going to give this to Rob Shooter. He's going to run a story on it. Oh, he would. Okay, you didn't send it to me because yeah. I totally okay, would have sold that God. shit. So. <laughs> anyway, well, after the call text, I had um, gotten some DMs from your listeners yeah. who said that you had talked about me again. And this is after I had found out about the morning toast, but not before I had talked to you about it. And then they said you had talked about me again on the show, which I didn't know it was if it was true or not. But they to said details. Fair. I'm sure I threw some balls of shade here and there. I mean, it was a, it was a long time. So. Up, and that's into people sometimes listen right. like you know from like a month before. So in and my mind, you had just been out with Kyle and Amanda, which, which I know was facilitated probably through Stassi. But you had just been out with them and yes. posted a bunch of photos with yes, them, and yes, I was just yes. kind of like, well, I guess this is fucking. This like, is what my, I'm like, my last she probably you. thinks like that I'm full of shit and uh-uh. you know just all kinds of stuff. So I was in a place of like. This is hopeless, and I got not these. I gotten DMs from like three people. So you saw pictures of me and Tay on a triple date with Stassi, Bo, Kyle, and Amanda. Yeah. Yes, and Kyle, and Amanda, you got that. Those aren't your people. And then you get these DMs from my listeners. Thanks, guys. I love you I too. Know. Keep subscribing. Well, and that was at the time. You'd be surprised. I have grown a lot as a person. There were not my people at the time. We're not friends, but yeah, you know. Okay. Wish the best for them. Good. I'm so happy to hear you say yeah, that. Yeah, I'm so, over all that shit. You might have grown more than me. Holy fucking shit. I mean, I'm still a bitter bitch. I've grown in the bot in the mind and 
Not and lost weight in the body. Oh, now that's the fucking dream. <laughs> like, I get it. I'm getting that you're building towards your frame yeah. of mind. What? Why the tweet? It came out of like so, my opinion, left field. I, it was one night, and well, it was this night. I got two Can DMs. You read it? <laughs> I'm. I think I actually deleted the no, tweet. No, I'm sure I screenshotted but it. I think I screenshotted it because so I tweeted it, and then the person that was messaging me told me, "Well, Taylor doesn't really check Twitter." So then I screenshotted it and sent it oh, to I you on Instagram it. stories. <laughs> <laughs> Here it is. I have it. Because they were like, she doesn't check Twitter. And I, to be honest, I was pretty drunk that night, which is another Whatever, thing that like I've gone I through. Like but I, I was pretty that. drunk. And, um, and they're like, she doesn't really use Twitter. And I was like, well, I know what she does use. Instagram. <laughs> so I sent it. I screenshotted the tweet. And DM'd And DM'd me. it to DM'd you. DM'd me his tweet. <laughs> and it said, should I just come on your show and we can talk it all out? Because I've been hearing from your listeners. You have a lot to say about me lately on the air. I broke the eyes in October, but you didn't make a meet. You couldn't make a meeting come together, so I gave up. Don't put this on me at Taylor Strecker. Okay, so I'm like, Bam. Um, I was the last. So then I go back to my phone. And I'm like, I was the last person to say, let's jump on a call. You didn't respond. Fine. I know you didn't like the call thing, but this is not all of me. And so I was like, fuck this. A Twitter fight? A Twitter fight? So I go on the air. Oh, shit. <laughs> the Taylor Strecker, TaylorStrecker.com. Subscribe today. We have tons of fun over there. <laughs> <laughs> Telling secrets. Drama of friendships Happy. unraveling. I was like, should I or shouldn't I? And so the audience was like, yes, no, yes, no. Some people were like, yes, fuck yes, carnage. We want it. And then other people were like, absolutely not. You haven't talked about him for a while. And like, this is like, it's old oh, news. See, they de- so the DMs were Those happening are my haters. on that day. Trolls. Lies. I don't know who the people it are. It might not be lies. You know, I'm, I, I'm a stubborn bitch. I don't get over shit. But so they happened on in that all day. Fairness, so it all fed been. into this buildup. It makes and sense. And so I did the tweet and then DM'd you <laughs> the tweet. And then that was the That's best. The I, I was part like, I couldn't I was like, get over. Is I, that I was like, well, I'm not doing this for no reason. So she has to see guess it. Guess what, Steven? You're on brand. <laughs> <laughs> Petty AF. If anyone needs a marketing <laughs> advice, Steven has you. Call me. We, as a Taylor Strecker show community, decided no to Steven McGee coming on the show. We're not going to do this. We're not going to play this game. And like, here you are. Actually, it's kind of funny that we're doing this right now because that's what I felt like in that time. I'm like, well, this has been such a public thing. You know, I'm. That's why I didn't text you that. I I tweeted it right in my mind. Well, hey, I was like, well, this to... is also public. I like. I'm tired of, uh, like, Come which is light, why bitch. I think it's actually good. Like that w- this is happening. I'm on this thrilled podcast you tweeted because... it because if you didn't tweet it, could we even do this podcast? The answer is no. So thank you, Stephen, oh for setting that T ball right up on that little stand, <laughs> and then I could get a home run. T ball is about the only thing I could do, <laughs> sports wise. I mean, it was pretty. I'm. It was aggro. Did you I'll, have I'll admit that. pit in your stomach regret like regrets after doing it or the not really? The next day, I think I was kind of well. So I don't really regret it. Like the things I do, like I don't like ever usually. But I am like, well, shit, I did that. I got to deal with that <laughs> now. Like I well, you got my attention. Up. Like I felt voiceless. Yeah, and I I don't listen to your show every day, and I wasn't you. listening at all that time. Don't get out of my pretend podcast. I was studio. listening, um, <laughs> which we're in a very luxurious movie theater right now, mm-hmm. just so everyone knows. <laughs> um, I went to the morning toast anniversary party. 
and with my girlfriend and Michelle Cheech. So she said to me, oh my God, you'll never believe I ran Stephen McGee. And I said, and? And this is, I think, like May This is like May, yeah. I think the tweet was maybe March 5th. March, yep. Okay. Yeah. And so she said, um, we ran Stephen and he was really nice. And I was like, <laughs> really? And I know. She, you were probably stunned. Really? And so I was like, okay, okay. <laughs> and she's like, no, I just think that maybe you should reach out. And I was like, oh, hell no. And then, I'm, then, I, get, then I got remaxed. I was like, so the people who we were fighting over, <laughs> the you're now caused it. friends with, <laughs> and now I'm the odd man out? Oh, hell no. And I'm like, this is the story of my life. So anyway, so I was like, well, forget it. Fuck it. And then that was it. And then two weeks, three weeks ago. Yeah, well, whatever day, whatever the, the day the, of the world premiere of Toast, the Grammy award-winning single Legit. by Claudia Ostrich. The bop Ostry. that Toast is. It's not like I ever didn't think because like we did so many things together, and I was like always thinking like, oh my god, remember that time we did this? Remember that time we did that? Right. And there was a photo I wanted to post, but you were in it, so oh, I was like, god. well, I can't post it. Remember because... when we did that boat and had oysters? Yes. I love that. You. I think I archived place. that post. I'm gonna unarchive it. Maybe. What does that mean? What's an archive? I just took it off my feed. Ugh, cruel. Um, <laughs> but I can put it back. I didn't nice. delete it. See, that means you. I didn't me. delete it. I knew it. But um, there were so many things, and like the box with Stassi that time. I can't even and the box. Vandal. Oh, Vandal! No, that Vandal's with Stassi. The box was with me and you and Tay. Every yeah. time I go to the box with you. I have to close one eye because I'm so drunk I can't even see straight. <laughs> but like there were so many times and I had a feeling that night that I was going to run into you. Yes. Or some other Peeps. summer house people. And so when I first got there, I was like, Claudia, is any of my other cast coming? She was like, no. And she doesn't fucks with the so summer house people. I was sitting there and I remember I was talking to two random girls and I saw you come in. You came in at the like same time as Margaret. Fucking back. Were you with Margaret? No, no. We just happened to walk in at the same time. To put this in perspective, we're like the space is like you walk in and there's a bar to the left, and it's kind of like a four foot wide hallway all the way to the back to Not a bigger even. to a bigger room. It's a small three, space, and three. I'm sitting at a bar stool. So Taylor is within two feet, like like probably inches, inches of me, and I'm like, oh my god. Oh my God, just look at me. Look at me in the face. Look at me. I'm telling this girl, I'm like, just keep looking at me. And, uh, and then Margaret comes right by me and she's like, huh, Steve? She loves you. Yes. And then and I'm, I'm like, let's my take a around. picture. And I'm taking a picture, a selfie with Margaret. And, and, then, and then you came and said hi. I came in like a little drunk, a lot happy, and feeling myself. And so I saw you, and it was just like, it was like, just the perfect storm of like, you're lucky I didn't have one more martini because then I've been like in battle mode. And I turned around and I just like looked at you and I was like, Stephen McGee. And you just look so fucking handsome. And I will say this, every single Instagram post I've seen because I did not follow you because I'm a masochist. <laughs> um, I'm always like, oh, he looks so good. He's so handsome. It's like you're my ex-boyfriend. Oh my God. No, but I really, but I'm like, I'm like, oh, I love his face. Like, I just do. I just love, I think you're just, mm, I'm going to fucking squeeze you. And so I had that like, oh, I want to squeeze him. It was like I saw a puppy you at the did. airport or like I saw a baby that I like, was like, I just want to squish that baby's tummy. And it was like, that's how I felt about you. And I was just like, fuck it. And I just like grabbed you and I was like, we will be friends. This is right. so stupid. I don't even remember what I said. Did I say something along the lines of I that? Think, I think we both said this, we need to get over this because it's just, yeah. it was, and like honestly, I that night was not even 
really the awkward once we kind of no. it, once we both accepted the fact that we need to get over it. Yep. Um, and acknowledge that it's like, and we both were saying like it's equal blame. Totally. I think like you know we, we both, both had it. blame. Listen, in I talk it. shit about you behind your back. That's not fucking cool. I. I didn't, I, I wasn't as loyal as you needed me, me to be. Do I have reasons for that? Yes, but it still doesn't mean it doesn't hurt right. you. It doesn't mean, do you know what I'm saying? And I understand from your perspective how it's hard to swallow that pill. I mean, that, right. that I was, I was not surprised that you didn't take the news well. That's why I think I dragged my feet on delivering the news. It wasn't necessarily the, the issue of Hannah or whatever, if you will. Like, um, you know, it wasn't that. It was just all the things that happened after that. Looking back on it all now, I mean, it was a big deal for me at the time. Like, and I did like want that, but it was and, a big deal for me too. I want you to say, and it I didn't, want didn't you work know. out at the end of the day. You know, like on your half either. Like, if if it, if we had just let things go, you know, it would have happened this way anyway. But we amplified it. Yes ourselves by taking the time and then doing shady things behind each other's backs yep. and and you know it's just kind of it was sad that it happened that way and like honestly uh, if if it ha- i mean i always knew like uh, there's a good chance i'd run into you at all these events and things and i'm sure oh, you did too yeah. so it's like but if we, it just so happened that like at least that Claudia event was intimate. We couldn't avoid each other. We couldn't avoid each other, but then we also could talk. It wasn't like the last time at Crappens where it was like we didn't want to get into all that. There. It would have ruined everybody's time. Right. Yeah. But that's the story. That's the story. That's what brought us here um, today. I am so relieved. I do want to share too with you. Like you've talked about like you like were in a bad place. You were spiraling and now you're good. And I think that you also, Stephen, deserve like the opportunity to like explain that if you so want to. Yeah, so I went through, like, obviously a really hellish time, and it was, like... Deservedly so. Because it's just, like, I mean, your whole life is just snatched from you, and you don't think about that when you're you're doing these things that, like, you have all this this opportunity you feel like you have you have this opportunity you don't have this right they have it and they're giving they're loaning it to you and they're going to take it back it's a really good way to put it and and if you're not mentally there like you have to be able to jump on those things like we said like you have to turn the negatives into positives and use them for your own things and i wasn't doing that so i spiraled and i mean i was like a very bad boy i mean i was drinking a lot and then probably in March, it was March, March 19th, I started the process of getting sober, which I'm not totally sober now. I'll go ahead and prerequisite that. Right. But like I was sober for 40 days then, then I was drinking, then I was sober for another 30 days, then I was drinking, and then I'm, I've been like off and on this sobriety. But if anything, I don't know what it looks like for me if I'm going to get totally sober for a while or whatever. But if anything, it has calmed me down and it has allowed me to clear my head and get in a good place and do all these things. And like being off of Summer House and after the manic time, Mm -hmm. it has been the best thing of my life. I have done, my business is going well. I'm doing a ton of events. I don't know if you saw that a wedding I worked on was just in Vogue last Friday. (gasps) Shut your fucking face. Yes. Yes. Just like Vogue. Um, It was, I've got like some major things coming up. I'm going to be at RuPaul's Drag Con this fall, which I'm so excited for. And like, there may be other TV things in the works that, mm-hmm. or other reality show things coming out that 
are more under my control Good. and and more of a positive thing like i think the if anything i learned from my time on summer house was that not just my voice but anybody's voice if they're used for the right reasons are powerful and like you can do a lot of damage with them or you can do a lot of good and there needs to be more clear pointed voices out there towards things i mean every day the world gets fucking worse i know and and so what if more options for me come come through and they and all the deals happen I want to do shows and put myself out there in a way that's positive. Um, it's like I'm a whole new person. I mean, it's uh, honestly, Stephen. Even talking to you, like I wasn't sure how this conversation was going to go. I had a pretty good indication from running into you that it was going to be like good to great, but I wasn't sure. And like talking to you now, like you, I mean, listen. I'm sure there's gonna be people that listen because people love to fucking judge, right? It's their favorite thing in the world is to get like offended. Yeah, they love that. And it's like, I want to be clear. Like, I feel like sobriety is such a journey and it's it's case by case basis. And like, yeah. I, I feel like it's so easy for people who are like getting slammed Friday and Saturday and brunch on Sunday to be like, oh, wow. Oh, he struggled with alcohol and now he's he's sober, but then drinking again. And so it's it's like... Right. That's your journey. That's for you to work out with the professionals that you work with. Like, right. And the fact that you've gone 40 days sober and 30 days sober, I think a lot of people would be hard pressed to say, oh, yeah, I did that recently. So that's an right. accomplishment. And well, you and it's good not it. looking at it that way either, because I mean, I mean, for perspective, I was drinking seven days a week and not just drinking. I was going out till 5, 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. I was doing extracurriculars which i will say i mean i'll be honest like i was doing a lot of other things very heavily in in a scary place yeah and where it was scary and i've managed to get myself back and you know because this is something that we've talked about when before before this whole falling out this is something we were dealing with right after um i got the news about summer house because this was a spiral that could have ended very badly. I can I be totally honest? There was moments where I was really scared. Aside from all this like petty back and forth and me and Steven, like I'm worried about him. Like yeah. worried, worried. And like if something bad happens to him, I will never forgive myself. And I didn't yeah. do anything to but uh, that's you know, okay. But, yeah, but that's fucked up of me because, like, as it, like, I, I mean, you were thinking that though, and we weren't friends at the time. I had friends who were so oblivious because I, you were, you were at least in tune enough with yeah. who I was as a person to know that because I was so good at hiding my problems. Yeah. I'm so good at hiding it, uh, you know. And it's not to say that I am better or perfect or in a great place, but like, you're growing. Just that, like, I'm aware. I'm fucking aware that it was an issue and it has changed my life. Just acknowledging that and calming down. Like I think I can still have fun. I can still have a good time. Exactly. But I can't be just a mess. And that's what like is so dangerous. And you see it all the time with reality TV people because Mm -hmm. your life is just a series of events. It's just a series of going out. Like when you're not shooting, all you're doing is press and this and that and going to this and going to that and this influencer and that thing. And like, it's just a big ass cocktail party. Well, I'm very, even just talking to you, I can see so much like growth and evolution. And again, I do not mean that in a condescending way. I mean that in like such a genuine no, way. No, yeah. I'm proud I of you. I think I was great before. I'm just better now. I agree. <laughs> I fucking agree. And I am sorry for any hurt that I caused. Because, I'm sorry too. I think, you know, I think we've, but I mean, we're here. And like, honestly, we have to figure out what we're going to do after this. Like, but 
we've now talked it out and like I feel like okay we both have a good understanding and like I think it was just a miss we were both on different perspectives totally and then so that's what the root of it is the root of the problem was that mm-hmm. and then we just were stupid and let it fester totally and, get infected and boil over. If anyone needs relationship therapy, please call us. (laughs) I mean, really, if we can come back from this, can everybody? Honestly, I think so, because it was pretty bleak. Oh, I was I was like, it's done. (laughs) So I love you. And I'm so happy you're back in my life. And I missed you. And I'm just going to like lick your face and bite your mouth. Can you do it in ASMR? You know it. <laughs> Steven, I love you. I love you. I'm so happy that we did this. I really am. Me too. You guys follow Steven on social media at Steven McGee. And also, how about you guys follow me at Taylor Strecker? That's it for us. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. That's it for us. Back next week. Bye, girl. Bye. <laughs>